Speak Studios. Speak and be heard. Welcome back to the Rec Center. After a week off, he's Jack Ferris. I'm Lindsay Joy. And I think the last time we started off with um, an aloha, and I think we're going to do that again this week. Um, Aloha, Jack. Aloha. It feels like um, a couple of weeks ago we were trying to find a show to watch uh, sequentially week to week. And I, I think HBO served us up one. Asking you shall receive because I was actually, if we had taped last week, which we did not, I would have had a really hard time talking to you about Dave as our week to week show. I don't dislike it. I don't like it enough to be our thing we talk about every single week. And then just like a blessing from the heavens, White Lotus came into our lives. Um, So very excited about that. I think that's going to be the first thing we talk about. Um, How was, though, your trip to the motherland, Spokane? Spokane, yeah. Homeland, motherland? uh, Motherland, homeland, whatever. I don't like homeland. The first, the show? Yeah, first two seasons, pretty good. Okay. First, yeah. really, first, first season is very good. First season, amazing. First two, good. Everything else after that, bad. Um, no, Spokane was good. So it was one of those things where <clears throat> we have a wedding coming up, right? Not you and me, but we are attending a wedding coming up. Sure. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, ooh, you know, I haven't worn a suit in like a year and a half. I want to make sure things are like tight and right bod-wise by, uh, by mid-July. And then by mid-June, before I was going to Hawaii, I was like on track for everything. And then, you know, when you're, when you go on, so I was in Hawaii for eight, nine days, and then I was just in Spokane for seven days. And you know how, when you are on vacation, you're doing like little things that you think are helping and you're like, maybe not drinking every single night. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm totally going to stay in shape. And, um, well, I got on the scale yesterday when I got back from Spokane. And if you had the under, you're a loser. Uh, because I've, I've, I've increased my mass having visited, uh, Hawaii and the motherland in, in almost consecutive weeks, but you know what? That's okay. Who cares? It's not my wedding. Very few pictures of me. I don't care. You have a summer body if it's summer and you have a body, right? Um, I have a few thoughts on this one. As you mentioned drinking, I do have a glass of wine with me. Sometimes I forget we're like fully on video now. So if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see me casually drinking a glass of rosé throughout the uh, podcast Two. I'm in your same boat to some extent. I don't weigh myself. I don't know how much I weigh. However, I did have a maple bacon donut for lunch from Voodoo and almost puked on the treadmill um, at my workout. So I am just fully off the healthy like scale, no pun intended. And we are going to LA for a wedding. So everyone's just going to have to deal with whatever it is from both of us. So we're just warning our friends. You're getting what you get. Also, can you spell Chris Nesky? Cause that's that's the the wedding we're going to. I realized a week ago I can't still. I believe this is K- a pop quiz. Pop quiz on the pod. K R Z Y Z N I E S K I. Do you know that? Should I check? I thought you were looking it up. Oh no! Did I look like I was looking it up? Hold no, on. Okay. Just dial up. Yeah. How do Ready? I? I don't think I even have it spelled right though. Okay, first one to find it wins. Email exists. No, I'm guessing. Oh, 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 oh. Good call. K R 
K-R-Z-Y-Z. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, my God. You're the worst at this. You're pulling it up to, to check my spelling. Yeah. And I'm going to go. Are we ready? Oh, okay. You just guessed. Did you, do you remember what I guessed? No. Exactly right. Sorry go if again. this is exactly bad right. podcasting. Exactly okay. right. Exactly okay. right. Okay, go. K-R-Z-Y-Z-N-I-E-S-K-I. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. I'm impressed. Shout out to the future Krasnaskis and the wedding coming up this week. Again, sorry for the form we're in. We did our best and um, here we are. So that is... Uh, Coming up this week, you had a good time in Spokane. Any other life updates before we go back to? No, no. You know what? I'm, I'm good. You know, what we I, I think we need to do to um, to boost engagement here on this podcast. What's that? Um, I think we need to put out as a post what we watched before, like either like the day or two before recording or immediately after. Are you following me on Instagram at the rec center or at rec center pod? Oh, have we been doing that? We've been dropping, not necessarily. I know the videos. I know the videos, the little quirks of like, oh, haha, we're both fat. Boom. <laughs> Look at this you funny thing I mean? we said. No. Yeah, but we're, I don't think we're really telling people what we've been watching. And let me, let me let you know what's going on at at rec center pod on Instagram. I'm pretty sure that's the handle. I could be wrong. So what I have been doing since we started doing our stars system is after the episode is up and it's a day or two. So it's, it's not before and it's not right after I put a little, Hey, it's up. And this is the list, the six shows we recommended or didn't with our star rankings. You should check us out on Instagram, Jack. And those oh, I, of follow, us I follow, I follow, I follow. So that's what I've been doing. So I kind of do like the idea. I was surprised, by the way, how many Wait, people... Wait, how have I not noticed that, though? Because I you feel like to, I noticed... You go look us up on Instagram right now. You have to look at the more section, because I'll be like, new episode is up. Um, this is what we watched, and this is our little rankings. It's basically a cheat sheet for people who don't want to listen to the podcast, and they can just look at the rankings. Let me see. So go to the picture with Rob, you and me. New episode of the special guest star before we get Rob's rec for the listeners. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. That's all fine, well, and good. I'm talking about like pick, like. You want like, a, like, a gra like graphic shows. support. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. he's getting mad at the social media manager. I am. No, I'm for... just filing a complaint. I'm not. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm not getting mad here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got we to gotta learn how to take positive suggestions there um yeah I okay we need i need to we need to up that side of it how many Done. followers how many followers I, we got i think like 70 78 78 followers if you're yeah. listening or watching and you don't follow us feel free to do that also if you don't subscribe by the way do you think all of our friends know like how subscribing works i remember you said something when you started zach and jack that i thought was smart which is just that like when you were with people you would just grab their phones and subscribe yeah. on their phones yeah. i think what we need to do is at the curs wedding i think we need to take everyone's phone subscribe in spotify and then also subscribe in apple podcasts and then maybe subscribe i have a third podcast app that i use um, primarily so just if they have any of those, which they don't, because let's be honest. Um, but we, so we'll just get the subscriptions 
from that. Yeah. Okay. Th- that that's all fine, well and good. I do th- maybe maybe yes. I also think we have a, a duty to give them solid content. We're I'm doing my best. I know. I know. Doing my best. No, no, to no. Do that? no, no, no. I'm just I'm 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 raising my hand here. All right. Well, we're gonna do better. Is what I think was the summation of this portion of the pod. Um, any other social media ideas for the social media manager? Uh, yeah, no, like, let, let's, 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 let's get so the icons want, you up want, there. You want six photos. Yep. We slide on of through each. You want yep. the photo behind you. You want like jeans, part and hacks. You want what, whatever we watch, just photos of each. Yep. And then you're ranking my ranking slide. Next one. Do slide, I have to, am I, am I building the graph? I just got rid of my Photoshop subscription. Am I building the graphics with the stars <laughs> on top of That's the a, photo in your that, mind? I think that'd be great. Sure. Yeah. Can I do it? Or, I... or, or just those, like, here's what we reviewed and you got to listen to hear said reviews. Oh. Okay. We'll probably yeah. do photos with no graphic overlay text overlay because unless I can do it in Microsoft paint, I'm currently working without Photoshop. So just something to keep an eye out for on our Instagram, follow at rec and subscribe on all of your many podcast apps. Okay, let's jump into the White Lotus because this is a show I know we're both excited about its existence. I think we're both excited about its existence. Uh, what did you think of the premiere? Yeah, I thought as far as pilots go, it was pretty bleh, pretty meh. But fortunately, I mean, because it's on HBO, I got you got me hook, line, and sinker. I am so bored with the um with the cliche opening of any kind of um thriller series of starting at the end and then going seven days earlier so what they established in the first three minutes of this show is that somebody died somebody died at the lotus hotel in the last seven days and that body is getting loaded up to go back to the mainland so you would assume it's not one of the staff you would just have to assume it's one of the guests that we meet going to the White Lotus. Um, I th- I think that's effective enough because we, we know someone will die. There's a there's another example of this, of the kind of foreshadowing deal that makes absolutely no sense of another thing I'll be talking about. Th- this one I think works so far, but again, like, look, it's on HBO. It's got recognizable names and faces. They didn't have to do that. We were going to watch this thing no matter what. It has a ton of recognizable names and faces. I was shocked how many, like the IMDb page for this is pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, a ton they sh- of, it's full of B and C. The island is full of B and C listers, right? Would you say that's fair? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's like a, a fight between... Connie Britton and and Alexander Alexandra Daddario as to who are the top build. Jennifer, Steve Zahn, Steve Zahn, Jennifer maybe. Coolidge, um, Jennifer Coolidge. But that's a name that people are like, huh? What's that? And then you Google it, and you're like, oh, right, Bend right, right. Bend and Stiff, snap. Bend and snap. Stifler's mom. Oh, you you went Stifler, and I went Legally Blonde. She's Bend and Snap and Legally Blonde for the gals out there. It's the Christopher Guest movies that is primarily what I know her from and I probably most people he's but, also the British lady on friends I think uh yeah look uh they shot this movie in like no time 
from what I understand, they reached out to Mike White, who, if you don't know who Mike White is, Google him. What a what an insane 50 years this guy has led. Uh, he wrote uh, Dead Man on Campus in the late 90s, which is a must-see college comedy that is forgotten and severely underrated. Uh, he did School of Rock. He also stars as um, Jack Black's like loser, uh, emasculated roommate in School of Rock, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, he also, while he's like an established <laughs> uh, writer in Hollywood, he went on Survivor and almost won. They were just a remarkable dude. Anyway, so HBO reaches out to him. Like, hey, what do you think we can do? Because um, late or late summer 2021, we have an opening. We don't really have anything. I think that's where uh, Succession was going to go. And because the Succession production got held up, they were effed. So Mike White was like, hey, let's go do, um, let's go to Hawaii. And uh, we'll do like some kind of murder mystery deal. Sound good? And everyone was like, yep. And they couldn't get A-listers, as you mentioned, because people's, you know, schedules don't free up that quickly but they got the best available and uh yeah character development fine uh, all these characters suck all the guests suck there's no fun guest even the the employees of the white lotus outside of maybe like the one dude who clues or sorry the pregnant woman okay that that's that's not true there's definitely some redeemable uh white lotus guests but it's clear oh that this is going to be um, like social commentary of, <laughs> of Speaking of Dave, of no, um, who are you to say is the one dude that you like? The main adult guy or Lucas Gage, the guy, the like not, waiter? Not, not the, this guy right here. Yeah, 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 Lucas Gage. Do you know about the Zoom call with the director and him? It went like incredibly viral, but that's, you easily could have missed it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. Okay. Google Lucas Gage casting video. He was on his, so he's, I know him from Euphoria. He was in a couple episodes. He last November tweeted a video and was like, just so you know, if you're zooming with people and you're talking crap on them, just, just mute your audio. And he was like on a casting call and the director or whoever was running the, the casting call was like, I'm looking at these like sad, he had an accent. Looking at these sad people in their apartments. Oh, look at this TV. Oh, and the, the casting director is talking crap about Lucas Gage's apartment. And he goes, I know it's kind of a crappy apartment. Like if you cast me and give me the role, I can get a better one. Like he played it perfectly. And everyone obviously rallied behind him. But it is one of the like more cringeworthy secondhand embarrassment things you'll watch. So everyone Google that. Um, that's how I really know him. Sorry, continue. He's a very small character in this. That had nothing to do with the show. Continue. Yeah, I mean, they got me. Everyone is so self-obsessed. Everyone is so, like Steve Zahn and the, the testicular cancer thing. Um, everyone's so wrapped up in their own. So go ahead. Looking at his balls in the ocean was too far. Like, which is like not too far, but was so ridiculous. So ridiculous. Like he's just swimming with this kid and he's doing it there. Uh, I think that's kind of like a just gross out comedy over the top move. Um, uh, yeah, look, I'm in, I, I, I hope it doesn't, uh, crash and burn, but look, it's late summer. The Euro cup's over. 
Uh, we still have three weeks before the Olympics start. The, my Sundays are going to be White Lotus, and I'm I'm good with that. It is, if nothing else, it's nice to escape to Hawaii for an hour on a Sunday night. Yeah. Um. And yeah, looking at the scenes ahead, it looks it it it's going in a, an odd direction in which, like the head honcho, the 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 host of the White Lotus, the general manager of the hotel, um does some scandalous things. Uh, I wasn't expecting that, but we'll see. So where did you, and that actually brings up a, the first point I had, but where did you see scenes ahead? Cause I watched on the app on HBO max and they didn't have scenes ahead. It, it just ended. I just watched the episode and I didn't touch it and it showed me everything. It also Why showed me, it also, I don't know, maybe, maybe, oh, you know what I actually just did? I literally yesterday updated my HBO max app. I literally have been avoiding that update and the Hulu one forever. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, so, so you have seen this season on that I have not seen because like I said, it wasn't there for me. Um, You mentioned the head honcho in the red to your left um, does something bad. So this is actually almost the identical plot to Hulu's nine perfect strangers, which comes out next month. And I don't think they intentionally rushed this out knowing that. But in Nine Perfect Strangers, nine people show up to it's a retreat and not just a hotel. And Nicole Kidman is like the guy in the red suit behaving badly. Um, So there's like a slightly different setup, but it's very similar. Um, And I think that's interesting that HBO Max, Hulu's I think was filming first, but HBO Max got theirs out first and i think when nine perfect strangers comes out people are going to be like this nicole kidman show is identical to something on hbo um so that is going to be interesting we didn't mention sydney sweeney by the way do you know who that is yeah i certainly do <laughs> don't know but the Why? tone there because she's a spokane person um and oh, so when wanted- we- oh really She's from Spokane and she always is posting pictures in Coeur d'Alene. Um, but she's, I, again, euphoria. Um, I think I mentioned that show once an episode on here. It has not aired since this podcast has been on one of my favorite shows. Um, but she is famous to me through that. She also of course is on, Oh, handmaids. Duh. Um, yeah. Her see her episode of handmaids is, is hauntingly good. She, yeah. Oof. That was, that was when I was like, wow, they are getting so creative with how to kill people in this show. Mm-hmm. Your face is fading into the background. Um, anyway, so uh, the cast, we talked about it, but she was another one. The cast in general has like 15 people. I was like, oh yeah, I know that person from this one random thing. Um, I'm looking at my notes. I don't think I have anything else. Oh, how much do you care about who is dead? Because I do sort of care. We agree it's not Alexandra Daddario. Is it Alexandra Daddario? Alexandria. Alexandra. I think I, uh, it's not. Let's go draw. Let's call her Alex. Let's call Alex her Alex. Daddario. We agree it's not her. Correct. Oh, dead? No, I think that's too obvious. Who do we think dies? Guest? It's got to be guest, not not staff. Hotel because, employee. Because it's Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, because I wouldn't, I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't think the show would kill off a staff member or load that staff member onto a plane headed to the mainland. Oh, that's a good point too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested enough to know who it is, how it happens. I, I bet it's some kind of silly accident. It's not like a full blown murder, right? 
Yeah. That blows my mind. I didn't realize she was... Um... She went to, like, she would have gone to Mount Spokane, I think. She's a North... I might be making this up. I think she's a North Spokane native and convinced her parents either to move to LA or to, to go somewhere to let her chase her acting career. And it has worked out obviously Mm -hmm. for her. So big Spokane gal. Um, Also incredibly famous and has another good show coming out, but I don't know when they're releasing it. So any other thoughts on this? Um, Do you want to go stars? It's hard to do something that you've only seen the pilot of. Yeah, no, I don't think we have to do that. No stars. Omit, omit stars. Okay, stars free, but it's a wreck from me. I, I cannot handle what's happening on your screen right now. Sorry if you're listening and not watching. Sorry um, if you're on mushrooms. It's real crazy. Honestly getting a little um, nauseous. So no stars. It's a good pilot but i mean i came out of mayor and said i didn't like the pilot but i know i'm going to love the show and i don't necessarily feel this strongly about this show i might not end up loving it but it's it's a pilot so no stars but we'll talk about it um week to week here any other thoughts yeah we certainly will um i have Three others, but I'm combining two. So why don't you jump in on your first wreck of the week? Oh, I only have two others. Do I have to do three others? No, because this counts as one. I'm just combining two because they're the same. Okay. Um, I will start with the Tomorrow War, Chris Pratt vehicle. Uh, the number one streamed movie over the last couple of weekends. Um, Meh, not for me, didn't love it. This is a prime example of what I was talking about. They opened this movie with, I'm not spoiling this, but it's just such a bad decision and it's happening far too often. And it makes me sad because they must do studies and it just, if, if, if they feel like they have to do this, the few were just filled with dumb people. The opening of this movie is Chris Pratt falling from the sky onto into a pool on the uh, on a high rise in Miami, and a bunch of other people around him are falling to their deaths. Fortunately for him, he lands in like this six foot pool, which is enough to break his fall. That goes on for like three minutes, and then they go thirty years earlier. And they, <laughs> and they pick up in some residential neighborhood and he's like coming home on his phone. If you clicked on this movie to watch it, you know that there's going to be some badass alien killings. You know that it's going to be Chris Pratt, charming and, you know, uh, kind of funny action hero guy. You, we don't need to start all these movies in those moments. It it drives me insane. And that payoff, that moment of him falling into 2051 or wherever it is, happens like 25 minutes later in the movie. There, this movie is well paced. Like it's not slow. It just it drives me crazy. Everything I watch now, not everything, but like half of all things that I watch start with, "Hey, let's give you a glimpse of what." is going to be an interesting part of this movie so you can stick it out 
for you know seven minutes of non-action at the beginning of the movie it's it's i hate it uh, that honestly took me out of it um look chris pratt is making his his bid to be the next action star i'm in like i said he's just you know he wore he, his he's got mass appeal uh this movie is, I won't call it fully original because they kind of rip off Edge of Tomorrow vibes. There's so much Edge of Tomorrow um, in this movie. Yeah, like, it, look, if you're just hanging out and you have two and a half hours to kill and you're in the mood for an action flick, go ahead and give it a go. But um, no, I hated it. Uh, I didn't, oh, geez. Honestly, what's, if the, what's the star? And the, and then we can we can stars one the stars one point five. One point five. You gave it the same rating as good on paper, which is a really bad movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you good. hated it. But good on paper is another again, one of those things where it's like, hey, you know, like rom coms, it's Netflix, let's give it a go. This Do is you, like that, but oh, action, Chris Pratt, JK Simmons, let's give it a go not to go too in depth on why movies do this, this trope that you're talking about with the crazy scene off the top. Um, you know that Netflix counts a view as two minutes, two minutes. So when they said like, um, was it bird box? What was the Sandra Bullock blindfold movie? Bird box, bird, something bird, bo- bird box. They said like 40 million people watch bird box in the first like two weeks. Right. And everyone's like, that's insane. That movie was bad. Um, but then we didn't know at that point. Cause that was when they just started doing that kind of stuff. So we didn't know, but now we know. Well, yeah, Netflix is shady with the information they release and don't release. And I, I don't know actually if you said this, this is an Amazon prime movie, correct? Yes. I have obviously not seen it. Um, so do you think it's because everyone, this streaming rating system is just made up? And do you think everyone's just trying to get those first two minutes to be interesting? And if you're hooked for later or not it doesn't matter like did streaming oh, no no no, no. Is- yeah totally that's there's no other explanation that's totally why they do it because it does happen a lot but it's just i, I honestly think it's insulting <laughs> that the only like we have to get your attention like if you don't see how cool this movie will be at one point down the road you know you won't stick around and look like i definitely am guilty of like pulling out of movies but not that one. I was going to see that one through. It was the number one goddamn movie in America. You know, like it, it's so unnecessary. Is it free? It's free. There's a pay movie on um, Together Together. There's a pay movie on Apple that's like seven ninety nine. That I was wondering if you were going to watch. That I'm unwilling to pay for without a strong wreck. Anyway, I, what movie? It, t- I think it's called Together Together. I know that sounds silly, but I think that's what it's called. Um, anyway, so it is free. That's good to know. At least you're not like, yeah, I, I, I will give this movie credit in that there's a lot of, um, expository dialogue in which they kind of answer the questions you would have watching a time travel movie, if that makes sense. Cause immediately you're like, well, 30 years, why are, you know, aren't, these people concerned that they're going to run into themselves 30 years earlier and vice versa. These people going into the future, like what happens when Chris Pratt sees 60 year old or 70 year old Chris Pratt. Um, They do a decent job of kind of like having meta conversation and explaining that, which I'm always looking for in a time travel movie. 
but they still, <laughs> yeah, I think at one point they're like, at the end of the day, like, it's not an exact science. We don't know exactly what we're doing. It's like, well, you're bouncing back and forth 30 years pretty comfortably. Feels like you got an, a, a lot dialed in. But yeah, there you go. Okay, so <laughs> that is that. We are going from a 1.5 to a 4.5. And I almost gave this recommendation five stars. I don't know what my first five star is going to be. Would you have given Mare five stars? Oh, I don't know. Five is going to be an elusive score for me. I'm not as tough of a critic. I might have given Mare five. Might have been 4.5. Um, five, five except for the bike riding that that kid had to do in that uh, to commit the crime. So it was a 4.5. No, so this is called Young Royals. It's on Netflix and it is Swedish. And it is like, I loved this show. I'm going to rewatch this show. And I do and don't have six hours to rewatch it, but I will make six hours to rewatch it. Like I loved it so, 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 so much. Um, it is not perfect. So I'm going four or five, but it's basically as close to five stars as I can get. Um, it is, so the first episode wasn't five stars for me it got better and better and better and by the end i was obsessed with it um the first episode i wrote in my notes what if prince harry was trapped in a bear town gossip girl crossover so it's the a prince in sweden it's, it's in swedish um so you are reading subtitles the whole time so if you're carving out the time know that you are full attention on this show it's uh Prince Harry. So it's the Prince of Sweden, but it's, he is the younger brother. So his older brother is the crown prince and he's just like the one that people care about, but don't care about. He goes off to boarding school, hence the kind of gossip girl vibes. Um, and Baritown, like this kid doesn't play hockey, but he very well could just be on that hockey team. Also in Sweden, also the same vibe where it's actors that are amazing, but you just don't know them. Um, there's one flea bag actor who was did you mute yourself to sneeze i didn't oh it didn't pick up the sneeze um there is an actor who i recognize from fleabag claire not the actress but the person who plays the male claire is in this i didn't recognize a single other person i don't want to give too much of the plot away but the young prince goes off to boarding school starts to fall in love Things go awry in a number of different ways. Kind of Romeo and Juliet vibes. Like it is just, I love this show so much. I want someone else to watch it and love it as much as I do. I don't know if everyone will. I don't want to hype it too much, which I'm not doing a good job of. Because I don't, I didn't go in with any expectations. It has a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Or it did when I looked it up. It is. And it's, and it's so it's, not, it's, it's like melodramatic teen stuff. Yes, yeah. but it's so good. I just like, they did such a good job with, um, it was like, it's a Friday Night Lights style scripting where the actor said that they ad-libbed a lot of the lines where they would have like, the way that Friday Night Lights, like speaking of Connie Britton, she and um, Kyle Chandler would know what they were supposed to say in a scene, like know where the conversation was supposed to go, but they didn't have lines. Like it's that same type of dialogue 
it is just like the characters are amazing. It's unlike anything I've seen. Okay, it's so first realistic. of all, first of all, first of all, what? you can't cite that type of scripting and not give first and foremost credit to Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm has been doing that for 22 years. I understand what you're saying. It's I'm talking for, for like dramatic show versus a comedy though. I I totally I get what you're saying, but like it's the it's the Friday Night Lights vibe. It's not Curb half scripted to make you like uncomfortable and to have the res- the natural response of a person who's like not in on the joke, right? It's the intention of it is the Friday Night Lights intention. If that makes any sense. I don't, I mean, shout out to Curb. I'm not a Curb watcher, but I, I know what you're saying with that. But like, again, when that's loosely scripted, it's a different reason for it being loosely scripted. Whereas Young Royals and Friday Night Lights are the same intention. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, it's just a really good show. You should watch it. Take the time. Again, it's it's a foreign language show. So it's top 10 Netflix international, but it is not currently US. And I don't know that it will be because it is a foreign language. Although there have been foreign language shows. Anyway, watch the show. It's amazing. Uh, okay, 4.5. Yeah, I loved it. There you have it. Um, no Sudden Move, Steven Soderbergh, heist movie, period piece. Bunch of movie stars. Did you see it? No. Oh, um, I love it. I've actually, I, would, I obviously had heard of Tomorrow War. I actually don't know, heard of this one. You, you haven't heard of No Sudden Move? Um, Steven Soderbergh. It, what's it on? I know what Steven Soderbergh is. HBO Max. Do you know he watches Below Deck? I'm sure he does. I watch Below Deck. Oh, okay. Um, um, Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, John Hamm. Sure. David Harbour, Ray Liotta. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, all those people are great. Um, and an unbelievable cameo at the very end of the movie that just every time you see this guy do a cameo, all you have to do, all you can do is smile. Uh, God, listen, it's been out for 10 days. If you're a Soderhead Berg like me, this is coming way late. I watched it the night it dropped because I was so excited. Um, 50s kind of heist thriller, Detroit, so automotive industry. You have a couple of uh, low-level fuck-ups, so to speak, low-level criminals in Benicio Del Toro and Don Cheadle, and they're both uh, approached by Brendan Fraser like, hey, we got this job. All you need to do is, um, you know, kind of babysit this guy's family while we escort this guy to get to get a piece of paper out of his office. The guy is David Harbour. The guy escorting David Harbour is Kieran Culkin. Um and then obviously things things don't go as planned, and the rest is kind of like a um, a buddy comedy between Don Gino Don Cheadle and Benicio del Toro who who hadn't met prior. Now this is very 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 much like a Coen Brothers movie premise, because just about every Coen Brothers movie starts with a or two or a small group of low 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 level criminals who pull off like a shoddy, not very well thought off heist or crime and it doesn't go well. And they spend the rest of them, they spend the rest of their movie trying to get out of their own way, but they just can't, you know what I mean? This is kind of like that, but uh, Don Cheadle and Benicio Del Toro kind of outsmart the powers that be 
Um, but it doesn't go how you think it's going to go, which, which makes me excited for the future of Soderbergh because so many of Soderbergh movies, it wraps up nicely with a bow, you know? Uh, of course, I'm talking about like Logan Lucky, Magic Mike, all of the Oceans movies. This is a little more like, huh, makes you think very much like a Coen Brothers ending. Um, so I'm interested to see the future of Steven Soderbergh. If this is just kind of a one-off or this is a, this is like a trend he's going to, going to explore for quite some time. Uh, no sudden move. Great. It's just under two hours. It moves at a clip that is just unbelievable. He's making like three movies a year. And I say, go, Steven, go. Keep on coming. He's got another movie that's already wrapped, I'm pretty sure. It's in uh, it's in post-prod, which he does all his editing himself. There's a fisheye lens to this movie, mm, which I like. Nope. I the like whole movie? It. The, uh, it's not the whole movie, but it's much of the movie. Dude. Um, but it's funny because you like, then you appreciate the blocking a little bit more and this is like this is film school nerd stuff did but he direct you... high flying bird yes he did okay he i do i, I know it was shot on an iphone i do think there was some fisheye in there if i remember correctly i did not like it yeah he loves fisheye big fisheye guy so Fish. sorry what were you gonna say no that's it four stars oh four stars that's really high um i'm glad he's Still makes time for Below Deck in his busy schedule. Also, Below Deck um, Sailing Yacht, recent season, phenomenal television. I hope he has seen that, and I hope you have seen that as well. I saw it. Yeah, it's good stuff. It was It's good stuff and bad stuff. There's some bad stuff at the end that you're just like... The best is the dude, the tall, like, six seven dude who gets on the boat, and you're like, oh, this guy's just going to go through every woman, every woman in the first week, and he's such a dork. And he puts gasoline down on the deck and thinks it's like mopping solution. Oh boy. Are you caught up on that paternity situation? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. You ruined that for me. I'm only like three or four episodes in. Can I spoil it for you? Sure. It's um, if you watch the reunions, you'll get it. But if you watch the finale, you won't. Um, the young lady he has a relationship with on the boat has a baby. She gave birth about a month ago. It's his baby. It's only, it's only one person. It could have been. And he is claiming he's unsure. Uh, and they're in different countries. This is the tall, this is a six, seven guy. Yeah. Oh, so baby. he, so he did. Baby get looks some like action. him. He did get some action. You'll, you'll, it's coming up pretty soon. If you're on episode three. And, Cause he um, was like, he was like passing out like an hour into the night when I was watching. It's really bad. It's um, like I said, it's, it's really, the season is really good. And then it's just like the scandal at the end. You're just like, wow, this is so interesting. Also, I feel terrible because he like fully is, but they, on the reunion, they kind of give him his chance to speak. I mean, he knows it's his kid. It's what I'll say. I like this, the captain in the, in the sailing one, because he stays out of the drama. He could not care less. Whereas other captains say they're out of the drama, but they're very much a part of the drama. They're very I, much involved in the drama. 
Um, Captain Dick, uh, Glenn is Canadian. He's my favorite captain. I will say Captain Sandy from um, Med lives in Denver and everyone that knows her loves her and says so she's great. But as captains go on the show, my favorite is also Sailing Yacht Glenn. Yeah. He's just there to be a Canadian and have a good time. Everyone's like freaking out about not getting the hors d'oeuvres out in time. And he's like playing like words with friends on his Nokia. It's great. He's brilliant. He's my favorite as well. Okay. So that is a recommendation if you have not seen this episode, or sorry, the season of Sailing Out. Because Sailing Out season one was real bad. So season two, specifically of Sailing Out, is great. Um, everyone should watch it. Um, also use protection. Okay. So you're good on that. That was your last rec, correct? That was my last rec, correct? Correct. Okay. I am combining two. Netflix crime shows. Have you watched either Sophie, A Murder in West Cork or A Murder on the Coast? Uh, no. Okay. There's a third one called Once Upon a Crime something, something, something that I'm going to watch this week. I have not um, gotten into that one though. Anyway, so Sophie, Murder in West Cork is an Irish murder. She is French, um, but it happens in Ireland. Murder on the Coast. Oh, no, I didn't take good notes. The first note I have is, it's good. The second note just says, twists. It's in a different country, though. Um, moral of the story, Murder on the Coast is a one-part 90-minute documentary. And Sophie Murder in West Cork is three parts, 45 to 50 minutes each. If you're choosing between them, watch murder on the coast it's in a different language though was it mexico or spain <laughs> i don't know either one would be spanish i know but that's why i'm trying to remember the location it had to do with oh no it's in a different language it is better though um sophie and murder in west cork is good it is inconclusive like so many documentaries are um, it's actually, even though it's in Ireland, I thought it was going to be in all English, um, which the only reason I care what language I'm watching a show is I, I need to know if I can like do something else or look at my phone. The answer for this one is no, because the woman who was killed was French. And so her family is interviewed consistently and they are speaking French. So that one is half French. Um, so you're reading subtitles for a lot of that. There's like decent enough details. There's decent enough interviews in terms of who they got that was involved in the crime. However, it's not as good. So Murder in West Cork will go three stars. Murder on the Coast will go three and a half stars. There are way more twists in Murder on the Coast. I don't know if combining these was a good idea or a bad idea. Um, both of these murders happened in the 80s. So 80s or early 90s. Um, there's more DNA involved. There's like a lot of development. So there's more DNA, more hard evidence in Murder on the Coast. If you have been following, that's the one you should watch. They're well fine. Um, again, it's just Netflix just constantly serving us crime doc after crime doc. And these ones are better than some of the other recent ones. What was Murder Among the Mormons? Have we talked about another one since then? There was one. Um, you're no longer listening. No, murder. 
Say that one more time. I was Murder Among the Mormons. What was the yeah. crime doc after that that we watched? I think there was another one. No? Was that the last one? On Netflix? Yeah. What's the last? I'm trying to think of the last. Because obviously there was the hotel death in LA. Um, yes. Cecil Hotel. That was the one that was horribly named. Murder in, Among the Mormons. Was there another Netflix crime doc after that? Murder on Middle Beach? Nope. That was HBO Max. Oh, we're talking Netflix. Yeah. I'm just trying to remember. Again, what I'm saying is they serve us a bunch of these. I do think Murder Among the Coast, sorry, Murder on the Coast was one of the more interesting ones that I have watched. There are, again. What's your rating? I said, I already said it if you were listening. 3.5 for that one. Mm. What's the other one? Uh, Three. It's not bad. It's just not, you're not going to know conclusively what happened you will kind of know but no one is brought to justice i'm trying to not spoil it Uh, i might make a ruling that that was spoiling it you not saying that you're not going to be satisfied at the end of the documentary um I don't know. I think enough happens that that could throw you off. Like when you're watching it, you could be like, Oh, I wonder what's going to happen with this. But I mean, it's, it's not, it's by no means a must watch. Um, but if you are looking for a decent crime doc, it's not bad. I just was watching. I was like, this could have been a dateline. There's not enough here. Like datelines are 45 minutes. Sometimes they're two hours. So that's an hour and a half total. And there's enough time and space for like turns and they try to throw you off the center early and all those things. To have two and a half hours when this crime only ever really had one suspect, it's just too much time to spend with this one situation. They did a good job of like focusing on the woman who was killed and really talking about like talking to her family about what she was like and what her life was like. So that was good. But they also spent a lot of time with the main suspect. And yeah, it's not satisfying. But, but, it's not the worst thing I've seen. I'm very wishy-washy on it because it really is. You gave it a three. You gave it a three. Wishy-wa- I'm wishy-washy. That's a three. Yeah. I think if you watched either of those, you would understand what I was saying. But I honestly don't think anyone has watched them. I don't know. I don't know a single other person who's watched either of those. Um, and they were promoed. I saw I saw promos for them. I don't remember where. But so. Yes or no, so should somebody watch it? Which one? Either I one. would say... I would say if you're sitting down looking for a crime doc this weekend, watch Murder on the Coast. Okay, done. If you're if you watch Murder on the Coast and you're like, wow, I want to watch another crime doc, and I have two and a half hours to kill, I would watch Murder in West Cork. There, okay. There you go. That's my recommendation, and that's what this podcast is all about. Anything else for this week? Anything upcoming for you? Uh, anything upcoming for me? No, no. I always forget to fire up what I'm going to be watching this weekend. But traveling this weekend, yeah, I do. I, I do have a, a few things that I've watched that's backed up that um, I'll discuss as as the weeks progress. One is a Justin Thoreau thriller movie. Yeah, it's on Hulu. What's it called? False positive. Okay, I'm absolutely not watching that. I do yeah. love Alana Glazer. Yeah. I thought about watching it just for her. I I can't do it. Because you looked at the reviews or because of the premise or the it's, preview? It's like a horror movie, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, the genre is just not. Yeah. I thought about watching it just because I really do like her, but I can't do it. Um, uh, congrats on Justin Throw for getting all this work, by the way. Good God. The guy's all over the place. Keep it going, Justin. Um, Keep going, JT. Surprise me. Um, the Ted Lasso I have is July 23rd. So Okay, so that's two weeks for us. 23rd is a week from Friday. Okay. Justin Throw's a little guy, too. I think he's like 5'6". Is he really? No. Five, so six, five, seven. Jennifer Aniston must be like 5'2", right? The internet. Jennifer Aniston has to be like... Because I think I've seen photos of them together and never thought he was short, but in hindsight, she's probably... Once you know he's short, then you want... It says he's... Okay, it says he's 5'9". Which... Listed at 5'9". Listed at is yeah. just as dangerous as listed at six feet. Those two are the benchmarks of. That's that's what I'm saying. He's probably five seven. Yeah. Jennifer Anderson says five five. Five nine means five seven, and five six feet means five eleven. If you're lucky. That's the code that I have cracked. How tall are you? Five nine on the dot. Shoes off. Mm. Measured at the combine. No shoes. Five nine. Mm. Okay. So. There it is. And that's that. Uh, all right. Well, then I will see you in La La Land. And to our listeners, we'll see you next week. Bye.